Hello everybody and welcome back to Eyes of the Mize. My name is John and Ian is on vacation up in the Great White North. So go say hi to him on Twitter with regards to his recent vacation. It's well deserved. Ian does a lot of good work for, uh, for the United States Army. And of course, as an American, I thank him for his service. So this is going to be an exalted episode with me. And um, yeah, this is going to be a seething song. Number two, because there's a lot of things that I don't like that are happening that have been happening right now with regards to a few things. So we'll get we'll start off with the fact that we had the Sunday announcement of the change to the FNM promos being from promo, promotional cards to double-sided tokens. For what it's worth, I think that the tokens will go over much better than the cards will because, you know, as of late the cards have not been very good and I feel like the tokens are going to in general be much better. Um, we've already seen confirmation from Blake that some of them are kind of tied to Ixalan, perhaps. Um, although I am still holding out for a uh, double-sided squirrel token for unstable. But, you know, you know, we'll see. Now, removing of the promos and replacing them with tokens is not what we want. What we want is both, potentially. And yes, there is the kind of connotation that Wizards wants the competitive-minded players to move away from FNM and move to Standard Showdown, where we have the Foil Rebecca Gaylands, which I know I'm going to try to get a draft set of because I, those are already my draft set non-foil. I can't imagine what they're going to look like in foil. But the whole argument with regards to play attendance, because one of the big things that players said is that they, will, they want better promos. And, you know, Blake came out and said, and I'm going to go ahead and quote him on the article so that I can make sure that I'm not misre misrepresenting anything. The data just doesn't bear that out. While I can't give you the exact numbers, I can tell you this. In June, with Enith, when Etherhub was the FNM promo, attendance was not noticeably different than January when News Constrictor was the promo. What's more, we found this pattern repeated for years. FNM attendance is not gen generally not noticeably tied to the community's online response, positive or negative, to the specific promo card. A few people recognize this, but it's understandably difficult to see that when your frame of view is your local store or stores, we know the individual store attendance levels can ebb and flow for any number of reasons, but on a macro level, there's just not a discernible difference. Now, the thing that everyone has latched onto is the June to January comparison of Etherhub to News Constrictor. I think we can all agree that Etherhub was definitely the superior promo, despite News Constrictor having a, maybe a little bit of a chance to see standard play. However, there's also other factors, including the fact that January is in the winter when everyone's home for the holidays, and June is during the summer when people tend to go out and go outside of their hometown. But they said in this article, it was one sentence later that people seem to forgetting, we found this pattern repeated for years. Now, that then begs the question of where's the data? Well, Wizards can't show us the data, and Mark Rosar mentions it as much in his blog, saying that we can't show you the data because that's vital marketing research data, and we don't want our competitors to see the data because then they'll get a leg up on what we're trying to do. And, and you know, corporate espionage is an entirely different level that, you know, we don't necessarily want to talk about. And people keep saying we want to see the data. I mean, I want to see the data too, but they can't show us the data. If, if they can't show us the data, then we don't need to keep asking for it because they're not going to show us that data. This is also this is not now. This data has nothing to do with the pulling back of publishing MTGO decklists because that is an entirely different problem. That is a metagame data that the game that they themselves make. 
and I think that I agree with Ian in some respects that we should we need to we do want to see some data, maybe more data than what they're giving right now. Maybe not 100% data of current standard, but as Magic Mike said last night or this morning, depending on when you want to watch them, maybe show us all the data from a previous standard so that we can see kind of how they how they evaluate that meta game. But this data is much more sensitive, if that makes sense. Like we don't we I don't necessarily want to see FNM attendance. I don't necessarily want to see, you know, how people are doing there. But we have to trust them on some level. Wizards is a company and they are more open and transparent than most other companies in the gaming sphere are. And when it comes to card games, they do an amazing job. While removing the card promos for this upcoming season of Ixalan is going to suck. And honestly, I think that there's a lot of cards from Amonkhet that I would love to see as FNM promos, such as Dissenter's Deliverance, Oncrop Crasher, Cast Out, anything. But to say that you know these tokens are going to make it worse is not really what it is. And yes, while trying to shoo these the players from from FNM to Standard Showdown is just going to you know make Standard Showdown either worse or make FNM you know worse. I think that overall this change is going to be better, but I feel like at the end of the day, we're going to see the old school promos come back and we're going to see these double-sided tokens kind of where they need to be as an add-on to an already existing product and not as a replacement of the promos. Which brings us to the announcement that happened today on Wednesday, July 19th, or Tuesday rather, July 18th, with regards to the organized play announcements, where we had Rivals of Ixalan Pro Tour being modern, the Dominaria Pro Tour being standard, and then we have the essentially the core set Pro Tour, although they're labeling as the, the 25th anniversary Pro Tour, to be team-constructed trios, which I think, by the way, are all fantastic. Um, and then also the Pro Tour after that is standard, kind of as, we, as you would expect. We saw what happened when we had the modern Pro Tours before. Wizards was forced to ban cards to shake up the metagame so that the same decks weren't being played over and over and over again. Also, the modern Pro Tours didn't necessarily incentivize you to play some of the newer cards because Rivals of Ixalan is going to be the, is going to be the associated set. But how many Rivals of Ixalan cards are going to see play in modern? Like even if you look at just you know Hour of Devastation, there's not many cards that are going to make it into you know modern main decks or even modern sideboards. I mean, sure, a braid it could be a reasonable option if you don't care about burning to the face. Sure, our devastation could be a five mana sweeper if you really need it to be. Yes, Swellswing Suns could be a replacement for Anger of the Gods if you would rather be able to cycle it out of your main out of your hand against the control mirror. But it's maybe one, maybe two cards. The Alver, the Oath of the Gatewatch Pro Tour, where we had the Eldrazi Winter happen, is an aberration. Not necessarily, you know a cause for looking at a set and saying they made this set for modern, so they're going to, you know, put a massive influx into it. Maybe tops five cards from Rivals of Ixalan see play at that Pro Tour, not outside of the limited rounds. And then we get to the fact that we have the Team Pro Tour, which I think is a fantastic idea. Legacy is going to be interesting to see at the Pro Tour level, especially since Wizards has been very shy about, about pushing up Legacy too much specifically because of the card availability issues. But, again, that's an entirely different issue than that. But we have this this announcement, and we have this modern Pro Tour that we're going to see again. And Aaron Forsyth sent out a tweet earlier today 
maybe three hours ago saying we we hear you with regards to you know the modern band the pro tours that's not our intent and we're going to continue looking at the format the way we that we're already we're, we're always going to but that doesn't necessarily mean to me at least that you're not going to ban something before the pro tour sure you're going to ban something during your different band windows but if you ban something before the pro tour people are going to see it as a pro tour banning even if it is necessary and while I still think that banning Splinter Twin was the right decision, and ultimately Modern, I think, has panned out in such a way that that looks like the right decision, they have to be very careful with how they treat Modern now because there's a proto for it now. I agree with Saffron Olive who tweeted that earlier today that, you know, going back to the once-a-year rotations, more the standard after standard after standard is going to get old. But we already saw what happened with Modern Pro Tours before. And while I started playing Modern because of Pro Tour Born of the Gods and seeing John Finkel play Blue Red Storm on camera. I almost thought about buying into Amulet Blue when I saw Matthias Hunt play it on camera. But the pros already said that they don't like it. Everyone else, like all the casual players love it. All the people who aren't on the Pro Tour love it as a GP format. But as a Pro Tour format, I'm not sure. I'm basically just angry and upset at a lot of other content creators that I enjoy, that I love for taking things out of their context. And I may be doing that as well. And if I am, please call me out on it. But I feel as though people keep latching on to an example that Blake gave in the article, June ether hub, January news constrictor. When they say that the pattern has been repeated for years. I, and then I see modern Pro Tours and I see how it's supposed to, how it's different this time. And I'm not sure. I'll believe it when I see it. I love magic and that's not going to change anytime soon. And I don't see myself stopping playing magic because of an FNM, because of the promo change to FNM or because of the fact that there's a, pro, a modern Pro Tour now. Or the fact that there's the Team Pro Tour, which I am really excited to try to qualify for. I'm just concerned that we're too uh, that we are too focused on trying to rile up crowds to and pick and choose what we see in an article or in a statement and try to just make it out to be something that it's not. I'm tired of us asking for more and more from Wizards when they just can't give it to us. I'm upset at Wizards for not being able to give us things that we want that they want to give us. You can call me a Wizards apologist. I'm fine. I can bear that label as long as like as long as necessary. But at some point, we the players have to be better. Wizards the company has to be better. And I think that we're slowly on that path. But there's certain things that happen that I feel that Wizards is tone deaf to. I feel that there's certain things that Wizards does that the players are tone deaf to. And I just want it to all, I just want everyone to be happy. And I want everyone to be able to enjoy this game without having to worry or get angry or upset about, you know, something that happens or a change that's made. When, again, to quote, you know, from Blake's article concerning the FNM promos, 
with that in mind, 2017 is going to be a year of trying new things for in-store play, a year of innovating, of experimenting, and of pushing the envelope for their in-store offerings. Further down, to the first point, this is what we're doing. We're trying something new. That doesn't mean we won't reevaluate in the future. We're always evaluating what we're doing. Everything is on the table for in-store play this year. We're always willing to try something new. Stop cherry-picking. Stop looking at things and trying to find what's wrong. At some point, we have to believe wizards. And while I enjoy skepticism, I encourage skepticism. As a math major, I asked a lot of questions about things and how they worked and tried to find out you know, how the things work and how to solve this problem. But cynicism is what's going to end up killing magic. Forget removing FNM promos and replacing them with tokens. Forget the reserve list. Forget modern pro tours or anything. It's cynicism that is going to kill magic. Now, this has kind of you know gone away from a seedling song and more to just a plea. But magic is so much and has done so much for so many people. Stop trying to tear down and start trying to build up. Stop trying to say, Wizards, you messed up. And start saying, Wizards, here's what we want to see. Stop being disrespectful to the people who just are trying to make a game that we all love and enjoy. You don't need to be rude to Mark Rosewater or Aaron Forsyth or Sam Stoddard or Melissa DeTora or anyone who works in that building. Believe that Wizards is telling us the truth. Don't lie and rely on cynicism to think that Wizards is out to get us. Normally I edit these for time as well to take out any pregnant pauses, but I feel like this is going to be more impactful with those, so I'm going to leave those in. I'm going to leave this in too, because this is basically all I wanted to say. If you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at jwiley129. I'm also on Twitch by the same handle. If you see me, yell at me, whatever it is, I don't care. I can take it. If you want to find Ian on Twitter and tell him how much of a putz I am, you can find him at DixonIJ. That's D-I-X-O-N-I-J. He's also on Twitch at the handle Dix. Again, he's on vacation, so don't bother him. If you want to reach the podcast directly, you can do so at EyesOnTheMize, or you can send us an email at EyesOnTheMize at gmail.com if you have a more personal question. We would love to hear your feedback about how we can best improve the podcast for you all, our listeners. Thank you so much for for coming on and hearing me rant about this. And we'll talk to you all next time.